Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing great. Excellent. You look good. Thank you so much. You have a big goofy smile on your face because you're making fun of me. Yeah, you were being silly. I wasn't being silly. I was doing my opening. It was silly. All right. You didn't like my voice. (laughs) All right. Big news on the Disney Parks blog. Uh, Yeah, they have some gift cards that are themed for Broadway. That's right. If you enjoy buying Disney gift cards, which you can purchase uh, through Disney on Broadway, I'm sorry, through shopdisney.com, you can purchase Aladdin or Lion King themed gift cards. All right. Which are pretty cool. Now, the funny thing is they don't take the gift cards uh, on Broadway. You can use them to buy tickets. You can use them to buy tickets to Aladdin, Uh but you can't use them to buy tickets to Lion King. That's interesting. You can buy merchandise from Aladdin, but you can't buy merchandise with them from the Lion King. (laughs) You can't use them for any concession stands at either theater, uh, and you can't use them for any of the North American touring productions. Um, But other than that, feel free (laughs) to use the gift cards. Yeah, they seem fantastic. Uh, I mean, they're cute. Yeah, this is just a cross-promotion. Not only can you buy Disney gift cards, but it's a reminder that Broadway, uh, the plays are going to be reopening uh, the week of the 28th, so that's next week, and then we're scheduled to see Aladdin on the 2nd. Yes, the first weekend that they're open. Yeah, very, very fun. Yes, we're excited. Yeah. Um, Also on the Disney Parks blog, they have um, a feature with a recipe. This is a recipe from Delicious Disney, which is a new uh, cookbook that's coming out. And the recipe that they're showing us is for uh, Empress Lily O'Gratton potatoes. That's right. The Empress Lily is the steamship that is docked over at Disney Springs. And, um, you know, these are probably Lily Lily and Disney's famous O'Gratton potatoes. And it's been a while since we've seen a recipe on the Disney Parks blog because they had been doing it a lot during COVID. So if you like Al Groton potatoes and you'd like to eat just what Walt ate, <laughs> you can go to the Disney Parks blog or purchase the book and get the recipe. All right. Um, this one's pretty much all you. I'm going to give you the title, but I don't really know what's going on here. Uh, we have a first look at Disney Mirrorverse with new McFarlane. McFarlane collective figures? That's right. Todd McFarlane's a comic book artist, but he also has a toy company. Okay. So these five and seven inch figures are now in the stores. I actually saw a couple in Target last night. And it's the Disney Mirrorverse. Now you're wondering, what is the Disney Mirrorverse? I do. The Disney Mirrorverse is an upcoming Disney video game, um, you know, that you play on your mobile device and stuff. So you can check it out at DisneyMirrorverse.com for more information on the game. And then you can purchase the figures if you so uh, desire, uh, either through McFarlane.com or going to your local retailer. Like I said, I did see them on the shelves in Target. And, uh, you know, they're they're Mirrorverse figures, so they're not the standard figures. You know, like Sully is in some type of armor. (laughs) Looks like he's going in for a fight. Right. Mickey is wearing a little bit of of armored type stuff. So um, I haven't looked up what the Mirrorverse is. I just thought the action figures were pretty cool. I actually saw Jack Sparrow and Buzz Lightyear in the stores yesterday. So um, if you're interested, you can check that out. Okay. Um, The Muppets Haunted Mansion is coming soon to Disney+. Plus, um, But they also have – they're celebrating it at Disneyland and the Walt Disney World Resorts. That's right. The big news was that the official trailer was released. Um, The show will debut on Disney Plus on August 8th, just for Halloween. And the story behind it is that um, Muppets Haunted Mansion takes place on Halloween night, and Gonzo is challenged to spend the night 
in the Haunted Mansion. Oh, boy. Uh, this is the Muppets' first ever Halloween special. There are three new original songs in it. An all-star studded Muppets cast. Of course, the usual celebrity guest stars and special appearances. Um, at the Disneyland uh, Resort, you can get some fun photo opportunities near the Esplanade. Um, and that is for uh, key holders. Um, and then over at the Walt Disney World Resort, they have eclairs inspired um, at P- by by the show at Pizza Rizzo. And it's the stretching room pictures from the Haunted Mansion, but they've been replaced by uh, Muppet, <laughs> Muppet characters, characters uh, which is pretty cool. And then there will be a magic shot beginning October 8th at the Haunted Mansion where Madame Pagoda... <laughs> Uh, which is Miss Piggy's Madame Leota will be available, um, you know, as, as a magic shot. And then the last thing is uh, Disney's music group will feature songs from Muppets Haunted Mansion on their Halloween playlist beginning October 8th. And you can check that out at DisneyMusic.co slash Disney Halloween PL. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's easy to remember. Yeah. Um, at Avengers Campus... In Disneyland, there is now a map of the Stark Industries complex. Um, they've got it on display, but it's also available um, for magic key holders. That's right. The whole concept between uh, uh, the Avengers campus is that it used to be a Stark Industries plant. Uh, you know, just like the Avengers headquarters in the movies was a former Stark Industries facility. Uh, the Stark um, I think it was Stark Automotive that was supposed to be in California uh, is where they've they've used the land for the Avengers campus. So this is just an old school map uh, that shows what Tony Stark's father had uh, going on as far as his plant uh, went back then. So it's kind of a, a piece of history that never was. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just kind of unfair that it's only for key holders. Well, I mean, it is on display in um, uh, Marvel... Avengers Campus. Yes. Um, but the actual paper copy, if you want one, is only available to right. Magic Key holders. Right. And I want one. <laughs> there are some new Orange Bird and Doug hats that have arrived at the Disneyland Resort. Yeah. The only reason I like this is because, and first off, Orange Bird is a Florida guy, so I don't know why his hat is in California. Well, um, I mean, there are orange groves in both places, That is they? true. That is true. Uh, the Doug hat is just a simple one. I have <laughs> just met you and I love you uh, with a paw print. But the orange bird hat squeezed the day. Mm. That that's pretty witty. cute. That's witty. I, uh, I I like that phrase, and that's the only reason I mentioned this. Squeeze okay. the day, everyone. All right. Um, the Let the Magic Begin Welcome Show um, is possibly returning to the Magic Kingdom for the fiftieth anniversary. That's right. This show takes place on the Cinderella Castle stage five minutes before the park officially opens. And the Walt Disney World website shows performance times beginning October 1st. Um, so that uh, that is good news. And speaking of the Magic Kingdom. Yes. Speaking of the Magic Kingdom, because somebody <laughs> is hitting the stories on the iPad, uh, the hours are now available up to December 2nd. Isn't that one of our other stories? It was, but I like to give it when we first start talking about the Magic Kingdom, so it might be somewhere else. Oh, I see. Uh, so, yes, the Magic Kingdom will be open at 9 a.m. daily and will close at 8 p.m. on November 28th, 30th, and December 2nd in order to accommodate for the very merriest after-hours party. It will close on uh, all other days between November 25th and December 1st at 9 p.m. Epcot will be open daily from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. 
Hollywood Studios open daily from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Animal Kingdom will be open from uh, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily. However, on November 26th, it will open at 8 a.m. Disney Springs will be open from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. daily and will close at 11.30 p.m. on November 26th and 27th. Disney's Blizzard Beach Water Park will be open from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. daily. Okay. All right. Now, where were we? <laughs> uh, photo um, FastPass kiosks have uh, started to be removed at the Walt Disney World Resort. That's right. With the impending launch of Lightning Lane, uh, FastPass kiosks are being removed. Uh, they note in the story the ones in Tomorrowland by Buzz Lightyear Space Rangers spin. Those were kind of between Buzz Lightyear and the Monsters, Inc. laugh floor. Uh, that area is now open, so... Uh, there's going to be some some open and available space. It looks like they got a fresh little bit of concrete there as well. Good. Throw some benches in there. There's never enough places to no, sit. No, there's not. Um, some jeweled 50th anniversary banners have been hung on uh, Main Street. And the wreaths, uh, they used to have pumpkins, and now they have pumpkin Cinderella carriages. Oh, that's that's classy. Yeah. Yeah. That's it for that story. That's it for that story. You've had enough? Yeah, it's banners. They've got a jewel on them. Let's move on. Okay. Um, The Frontierland Railroad Station is being repainted, um, and it's, you know, moving along. That's right. It's been closed because the railroad's not running, but um, they have started painting it, and uh, it's been going on for a number of weeks. This is a, a whole bunch of stories about painting going on right now. Also, the Princess Fairy Tale Hall has received some golden highlights uh, to their signage as part of the gussying up for the 50th anniversary. And the Emporium sign has returned to Main Street with a fresh coat of paint. Um, and that uh, that looks nice and bright and shiny. So welcome back, signs. And uh, you want to talk about the confectionery? Yeah, because you know how much I love candy. I do. I'm all about the confectionery. I do. Um, so they're just finishing up things before they reopen the confectionery. But the big news here is that the confectionery is actually going to be sponsored by Mars, Twix, and M&M's, um, which are all, I think, Mars products. That's right. Um, but they're putting those uh, names on the windows. And, um, you know, that's it's kind of big news. We don't have a lot of sponsorship anymore in the parks. No, you don't see that a lot. But they what was the other big sponsor they got? They just got to sponsor a couple uh – I know Glad Bags is now sponsoring the Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Cruise. Um, they were sponsoring Splash Mountain. So you see sponsorship every now and then. But it's nice to see a, an actual candy maker coming in and sponsoring uh, the confectionery. I'm interested to see how that's going to change the offerings in the confectionery. Mm-hmm. I mean, I imagine they're going to have a lot of products that are... Non-Disney um, brand. No, I think they're going to be Disney themed, mm-hmm. um, but with... You know, like containers maybe that are Disney themed, like one of the characters, but then are going to have, you know, M&M's inside or, right. you know, other right. Mars products. Do you know, here's a little trivia for you. Do you know how M&M's were invented? They were, what, for the army? They were a military thing, there a military ration. That's right. They wanted a way to give soldiers chocolate without having it melt. So they created a candy shell around it. Very good. Good job. Thank you so much. Very proud of you. The signs have returned to Ariel's Grotto. They've been gone for two months and they're back. That's right. It's, uh, once again, a bunch of repainting, so that probably should have come uh, with the previous stories. All right. Um, so they're putting together some new ramps for the Magic Kingdom ferry boats. Uh, the, right now, the ramps are off to the side. It looks like they are going to be ramps that will um, get you on to the second level, um, which will be interesting. I imagine that would really speed up loading and unloading, so we'll see what that's all it about would. soon. It, it could make things more efficient because yeah. the, the, those stairs are a choke point. 
mm-hmm. uh, when when they're very, very crowded. And this might be the type of thing that they only bring out, you know, for events where they are really crowded. Maybe. If they're if they're mobile. Yep. We'll see. Yep. Um, they're doing some fireworks testing at the Magic Kingdom on September 23rd through the, is it 23rd and the 25th? Or and 23rd? the 25th, yeah. Okay. Um, the 23rd and the 25th, it looks like they're probably going to be uh, testing them for the um, Disney Harmonious um, show. Yes, it's the Magic. Well, it's funny. They're testing at the Magic, around the Magic Kingdom tonight. And it says it's testing for the Harmonious show, but that is not the show in the Magic Kingdom. So. Oh, so that doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. Um, but the fireworks will take place between 11.30 and 1 a.m. I would stay up till 1 a.m. to watch and listen to fireworks. Have they, st- have they started Halloween um, parties yet? They have, since oh. August. Maybe they're testing for the Christmas show. Maybe. Hmm. Okay. Um, Voyage of the Little Mermaid has had its wait time signage removed, and they've actually turned the queue into a seating area. That's not good. No, it makes me so sad. That was like our favorite show. It was. It's a great oh. show. It's a nice place to go in when it's hot. It was mm-hmm. air conditioned. It was lovely. The quality of the performances has always been good. Even though you know the story and it's the same, it's it's just a good show. It had live performers. It had live singing. Yep. There was some water. It Bubbles. was good. Yeah. Bubbles. I mean, yep. what's not to like? Yep. Um, Rise of the Resistance um, is going to be available as one of the early entry um, rides that's going to be available, and that's going to be starting October 1st as part of the um, 50th anniversary celebration. That's right. We all know the parks have been opening prior to their scheduled opening times, uh, but beginning October 1st, the first half hour of the day will be exclusive for Disney Resort guests. So that's kind of big. And then the other big news about uh Rise of the Resistance today, is that the ride officially transitioned from a virtual boarding group style ride uh, to a standby line. Yeah. And it was long. I think it started out uh, about 180 minutes. minutes. Uh, but by the afternoon after lunchtime, it was down to 75 and 60 even later in the yeah, day. Yeah, it had gotten up to 220 minutes. Okay. So it was nearing four hours. Um, those are nowhere near the lines that Flight of Passage got. Um, Or even across town over at Hagrid's Motorbikes where the wait was 8 to 10 hours. You have to remember, though, this isn't a brand new ride. That's true. People have been able to do it. Um, it, You you don't have these crowds showing up to the park just for this ride Mm because it's brand new. Right. Um, But anyway, I'm glad they've moved to standby. And I think the lesson here is if you can be there at rope drop and run straight over, that's great. But if you're showing up a couple of minutes after rope drop, save it till the afternoon. Yeah. All right. Um, the big guitar at Rock and Roller Coaster has been covered over for some sort of a refurbishment. That's right. Maybe it's a paint job. Probably. That's a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of paint on that guitar. And at Muppet Vision 3D, they have add a, added a pre-show that is a Muppets Haunted Mansion. Um, I don't know. That's theme. right. It's going to be added. Uh, content from the uh, Haunted Mansion special will be added to the current pre-show. Um, and that uh, new pre-show will debut on October 1st. Along with everything else. That's right. So, you know, I'm sure the lines uh, are going to be, in order of importance, uh, new pre-show at uh, Muppets, um, Remy, and then the new fireworks shows. Those everyone wants, everyone wants to see the new Muppets content. I'm sure. That's where the crowds are going to Yeah, gonna absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Lightning Lane signage has been added at Expedition Everest and at Kilimanjaro Safaris at Animal Kingdom. Yep, that's uh, that's big news. 
you know, it's well, it's going around the parks. I mean, it's not really big news. It's just more no, of the same news. No, you know what's big news? The primeval world is being disassembled. That's right. They've started disassembling it, and uh, some of the I don't know what they call them time loops uh, that you went through. Uh-huh. Um, time tunnels have have started to be taken down. Uh, the chain uh, has been detached at the bottom of the lift hill. So uh, they're moving forward with that. It's going to be interesting to see what goes in its place or if it's just a big empty spot. Maybe they're going to put a Fabletics there. No. You know where that opened? Where? Disney Springs. Ah, that makes more sense. It does. Uh, They announced it back in July, and uh, that location has now opened across from Super Dry near the Ever After Company. Okay. Do you know who uh, started Fabletics? It says here in this article, Kate Hudson. That's right. They also have an Orlando location at the mall at Millennia. Oh, boy. So, uh, Kate Hudson, whose mom is? I don't know that one. Goldie Hawn. And her father is not Kurt Russell. Okay. It's Mark Hudson, Bill Hudson, one of the Hudson brothers. I don't know who the Hudson brothers are. They had a TV show in the 70s, variety show, on Saturday mornings. All right. So, we talked about um, some of the spots that are going to be getting that vault collection, how they're doing sort of backdrops and setting all this up for this vault collection. Um, Over at the, what's it called? They keep the co-op. They have started setting up the pop-up shop for the vault collection. That has taken the place of the Disney Cruise Line pop-up shop. I know, it's a bummer. Um, But anyway, that's where that's going. And uh, it's still covered in um, like curtains, mm-hmm. but it's it's almost ready to open. I wonder if the pop up shop at the Yacht and Beach Club for the cruise line items are still is still available. I don't know. Well, you know those little pop up shops; they're limited uh, limited edition. They pop up. Things. They pop down. Exactly. All right. There's a new 50th anniversary fence cover that's been installed at the Contemporary Resort to sort of cover up some of the construction. Um, not much to say there. Not very exciting. It's just you know swirly. Purpley blue swirlies with the number 50 on them. Yep. Um, but they've taken down some scrims inside the Contemporary um, as some of the refurbishment has, uh, you know, come to a close. They've finished some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and these are the scrims that have been blocking some of the rooms off. Um, it's over, if you look behind the Mary Blair mosaic, uh, they've started taking off the scrims on some of the upper level floors. Good. So hopefully that means those rooms are going to be available soon. Yep. Um, the Disney Cruise Line has updated its pre-trip COVID PCR testing requirements. That's right. The big news on their website, on their Know Before You Go site, is to specifically state that the pre-trip COVID-19 test should be an NAAT test, rapid PCR test, or lab-based PCR test. They do not accept rapid antigen or antibody tests. So uh, if you're going to cruise and you have those, they will not accept it. Oh, the buzz on all these cruise sites is really just that everyone's so nervous showing up at the site because there is, um, you know, the possibility of false positives. Right. Um, A lot of people are taking um, the tests or, you know, getting a rapid test the day before just to be sure that when they show up at the um, port, if you know, if they have it, they, you know, they want to know. They want to be able to plan at least ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen some people are doing this and then still getting there and, and you know, getting a positive. Right. So, um, you know, everybody thinking of what their backup plan will be if, you know, you get turned away. You do get a full refund. Um, 
or at least credit for another trip. Right. But, you know, what are you going to do right. you're when now, that you're happens? You're in Florida for four days. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, if you drove there, it's not such a big deal. But, you know, if you didn't, you're going to need a hotel room. You really can't go anywhere because now you've got COVID. So you can't do restaurants. Like you're basically just sitting in a hotel room for right. four days or whatever many days your trip is. Um, all right, you have some entertainment news. That's right. There is uh, a slew of new content coming to Disney Plus in the month of October. Uh, two of our old favorites, Alvin and the Chipmunks and Alvin and the Chipmunks Aww. The Road Chip, are going to debut on uh, October 1st. Not the squeakwool? Not not the squeakwool yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Widow comes off of Premiere Access on the 6th of October. And Muppets Haunted Mansion, as we previously mentioned, comes on uh, the 8th of October. And then they have a scariest story ever, a Mickey Mouse Halloween spooktacular, which debuts on the first. And then as far as uh, TV goes, we have Disney's Magic Bake Off Season 1, um, Impact with Gail Godot, uh, Wonder Woman uh, Season 1, uh, debuting on 10-6. We have Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales debuting on 10-1. I don't like this list because it's in name order, not in date order which would have been so much better for our listeners. <laughs> um, we have uh, Puppy Dog Pals Season 4, PJ Masks Season 5, Muppet Baby Season 3, and uh, The Wizard of Paws Season 1. All right. So some decent content coming. Um, Drain the Oceans coming to the National Geographic Channel on Disney+. Plus. That's an exciting series if you've ever watched it. Uh, they actually go underwater and essentially using computer-generated graphics, drain the water uh drain the oceans around things. Huh. So like they did the bays where D-Day took place. Right. And you can see all these tanks and LSTs and ships. And it, it's it's pretty amazing huh. what they do. Cool. That's pretty cool. It is. Might have to watch it. All right. Some Universal employees. Um, you no, know, Universal has changed the employee dress code. Um, so they're going to allow visible tattoos and makeup for all genders. Yes, this is... Um, uh, they're also going to be allowed to wear nail polish, and this is according to their new HR policy provided to the Evening Sentinel. And these uh, new guidelines have been updated to foster a diversive and inclusive workspace for employees to express themselves. They're a little behind the times on the tattoo thing, huh? They are. You would figure they'd do that first. Yeah, before Disney, but nope. Disney's been doing it for five months already. So according to the guidelines, team members are allowed to have tasteful, visible tattoos with some exceptions, and employees of all genders are allowed to wear natural makeup and nail polish in clear, neutral, or subtle colors. Okay. So kudos to Universal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever you'll allow for... Women, I guess you should allow for men and vice versa. Exactly. Is that it for our stories? That's it. All right. So have a good weekend, everybody. And until Sunday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) 